welcome everybody to episode two of season two of I Understood That Reference. Or episode 27, if you like following that is That is very true, yeah. Like a, like a comic. See, comics do that after a while. After a certain number of volumes, they'll go back to their like original numbering. So like issue you know, 20 will all of a sudden become issue 699. So it's kind of it's ah. cool. So I guess we're living up to that spirit. Already. Even though there hasn't been that many. It's not like we have that many volumes under our belt. But I mean, we can do what we want. It's our show. Get off our cases. <laughs> Don't you tell me what to do. Especially you, Call of Duty. <laughs> oh, do you want to add a little bit of color to that one? So myself and Rob uh, have had a have had an interesting week with that old Call of Duty Warzone. It's like the new free mm. the free battle royale Fortnite esque game from Call of Duty, but good God in heaven, it requires like one hundred free gigs to play on your machine. It's preposterous, and like a lot of challenges come with that. So like I have the entry level PlayStation with five hundred gigs, but then. That is the total space. But then, like, obviously, there's, like, a good 50 of that is already taken with just, like, the software on the PlayStation. And then, like, it can never be completely at capacity. So, like, suddenly you're really operating at 400 gigs. So then... And then you have to get 100 gigs free for that Call of Duty game. And then on top of that, we had to update it there during the week. And it needed an, an, an additional 120 gigs free for me so that it could install that update. So I needed, at one point over 200 gigs free just to update that Call of Duty Warzone game. All because it was free. They sucked me in and they drank me memory dry. That's that's how they get you. It's like next time you put it on, it's going to be like, I want your motorcycle boots and your... It's just what they're going to do, obviously. (laughs) Nice. I understood that reference. Yeah, I mean, that's not the right... Yeah, but I'm glad you did. I'm glad somebody did. It's funny, though, because, like, I know I'm complaining about a free game, but we tried to play it online the other night, and it it probably took us longer to get the thing set up than we actually played the game for. Oh, so I didn't make it on, by the way. I didn't make it. I didn't... (laughs) Um, The journey didn't finish for me because it took me so long to, like, just clear space, and then there was a backlog of downloads. It, like, it wouldn't even let my um smaller games that only had like a few like couple hundred megabyte updates update as well like it just was messing up the whole system it was so demanding of resources so it kind of soured the, i was like i need to take a step away from this thing or else i will immediately delete it after having waited hours and hours for that 100 gigs download but we did get to play it we eventually did, and it was to be fair to it it was fun because i played it a few times it was fun without being on the headsets and without a team of three, it was yeah. not so fun, shall we say. But I actually had a great time. I mean, I wasn't very good, but, you know, that's whatever. And, in fact, uh, yeah. at one point, we were trying to, like, go into the circle so you survive. <laughs> uh, and I got a helicopter, and I was waiting for you to get in the back. Thought you were in, and I just drove off without you. Went to fly back for <laughs> you, and we both died instantly. <laughs> the way I saw it was, you just went straight into the helicopter, and you immediately took off. That's the way <laughs> That's the way it played out for me in real time. I mean, I swear that is not what happened. I was like, he's not... Oh my God, he's gone. He took... Like, he's actually just after taking I could tell your levels of anger because at first you just went, Ross, Ross, what the... What the... And then you were silent. And I'm like, I know when I get silence from you that that's when you're actually angry about what just happened. There is... What's funny about this, this is not the first time you just kind of disappearing has happened. And I we even have video gameplay footage of you and Fortnite just going about doing your own thing when me and Hugh are dying (laughs) (laughs) 
in a house, just slowly <laughs> by ourselves. Cut to Ross. He's just wandering around, having a great time, <laughs> minding his own business. You could say. If it's any consolation, I died more in Call of Duty than anybody did. All right, so I, I suffered my own losses personal. It's actually it's good. Fun. I think we like we were saying though it it excels when you've got like they, they do it in squ- squads of three, and we had three players. Uh, you, Carl, and I. So it worked out well when we could coordinate like we did have some good fun like we landed a helicopter we cleared out a house full of baddies hopped in we did a lot of like messing around but um that's where it shines and then there's like fun ideas where if you die you can fight your way back from death by <laughs> by going up against another player who has also died but you, you fight them in a bathroom from the rock with the gulag where michael bean gets game. shot by ed harris yes We'll get to Michael Bean in a bit, actually, because I think yes, I'm so I am so glad you were going to bring that up because I was definitely going to bring yes. that up. Um, but yeah, that's Call of Duty Warzone, free to play, but it will cost you your <laughs> your machine and also your sanity, I'd say, and your soul. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, it's free, but one of those things that's Rick and Morty devil free, as in there's a cost to everything. Yes. <laughs> the alfred molina devil alfred molina yes it is alfred molina i forgot that so look guys this has been an incredibly long introduction but it kind of really set the stage for what this uh, episode i was going to call it issue back to the comic references (laughs) but what this episode is going to be because this is going to just be me and rob really shooting the shit things obviously in the world are not going so great they're kind of messed up everywhere so we just want to use this kind of half hour 40 minute period whatever it's going to be to just maybe, you know, crack open a beer, crack open a cold one, as they used to say back in the 90s. And, you know what, just sit back and have a beer and have a chat and listen to us and, you know, have a bit of crack. Just take a load off. Because I think that's what we all need right now. Would you agree, Rob? Absolutely. I mean, there's very much little else to do at this point other than talk to people. And uh, people are really, really reconnecting in a nice way. So, um, but if you don't have that faculty available right now, why not listen to two Irish lads shite on about arguably very little i mean if the first seven minutes are anything to go by very little <laughs> at all this free game isn't good enough for me <laughs> first word problems that apply despite the, the global pandemic but we don't need to dwell on that we can dwell on the fun stuff and we've exactly. got some fun little nuggets exactly. and, and tidbits to to focus on today yeah so we're not going to be following our normal format but uh we we have a fun a couple of games in here a couple of sort of unusual little bits to keep us busy so, Ross, do we want to dive into a little bit of news for whatever there is? <laughs> that, yes, that sounds good. But before we do, I just want to highlight I'm drinking an absolutely delicious Session IPA from a brand called Fox's Rock. Now, I hate the name because it sounds like Black Rock or something like that in Dublin. That's not what it is, but um, it is absolutely delicious. <laughs> yes. So about that news you were going to say, Rob. <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, yeah, I'm not actually drinking a beer. Um, I was having a cup of tea. But um, I don't know. Let's let's just kick this up off top with something I thought looks interesting and fun. But will it work? Have you heard of this latest endeavor by something someone we're a fan of? It's called Solar Opposites. Have you heard of this? Intriguing. Yes, I have. So this is the new <laughs> cartoon series from Justin Ryland, co-creator of Rick and Morty. Right? Correct. Yeah, I it's... want you to talk about this first because I am a huge Rick and Morty fan, and I yes. have opinions on this but i want to get yours first before i say mine so i watched the trailer earlier today just to get a just to get a beat on it get a hot take i'm like what is this solar opposites because i was like ha, ha, what a fun play on words i get that i get what it's going I, for I, so, <laughs> such energy um so as it's, it's it's it really is it it leans into the name of the the justin Ryland brand 
both in name and also probably in story. This is about um, this alien family that crash lands on Earth. It's kind of them just sort of trying to fit in. Um, animation style, very much the same as uh, Rick and Morty, even with the squiggly pupils uh, of the eyeballs included in, in that. I'm unsure about this because I'm not sure what it's supposed to be yet other than a cousin of Rick and Morty. Like, I, my and my immediate sort of reaction after I watched the trailer was, yeah, it looks like there's kind of funny and some deadpan humour that we know from these guys. But is it is it different enough? Like, is it is it something that everybody can get aboard with? Will it be lambasted by the, the furiosity that is the Rick and Morty fan base? I don't think it'll survive that onslaught if it's not living up to their quite frankly, uh, unfair expectations <laughs> of basically anything they do these days. I, I, I'm very apprehensive of this one, personally. We have a quiz coming up later on, okay? It's not even a real quiz. It's like a what movie personality from 2019 are you? And me and Rob have not done it yet. We're going to do it on air. But I'm very intrigued to see how close we get because that's pretty much the exact take I have on this. Great. I was, yeah, I mean, I was really not enthused by it. It's just, it just looks too much like Rick and Morty. Yeah, because like they, even at one point they kind of go through points of like what's in the show, like just like these like, oh, it's got uh, parties and bullying and fighting and jokes and space and black holes and things. I'm like, that's they're all the hit points of Rick and Morty, and like obviously Justin Rowland does the voices of these as well. And they're only marginally different from, like, Rick in parts. It's... One of them is just Rick again, 100%. Yeah, yeah just just not as um, mental, I guess. Or, well, like, that actually still remains to be seen, but to me, it, it, it just probably seems a little bit too close to what we're used to. Yeah, so I was talking before here on this show about that Trover Saves the Universe, um, a game, a VR game by Justin <laughs> I've played a little bit of it, actually. My brother has Have it. you? Oh, I, I freaking love that game. But I could already <laughs> see the similarities and the kind of one noteness maybe of Justin Ryland which I hate to say because I love Rick and Morty and the trailer for the rest of season four of Rick and Morty just came out too but do you think he's uh he's starting to run his course now and maybe he, he does only have a kind of one capable set of things he can do because some of his early stuff was absolutely abysmal and it was just really gr- like like grimy and horrible and not very funny so obviously, mm. I think maybe he needed the community guy, to Dan Harmon. Dan Harmon, yeah, to kind of maybe get him on board and get him on the right path. So I could see already in Trover there was a lot of similarities to Rick and Morty, but it was just different enough because it was a game. But this series, despite the great name Solar Opposites, it does just look like an episode of Rick and Morty, like made into <laughs> it a series. Does. It does. I yeah. I don't know. I'll definitely watch it. Well, I have to find it. It's on Hulu. So um, they obviously were just like. Listen, Justin, we want an exclusive Rick and Morty spinoff, basically. Here's a load of cash. You know, make something. And he's like, oh, okay, I'm just going to literally improvise this shit from start to finish, and we'll see what we get at the end. Because that's Money what he is what he gets at the end. Do you know that? Do you mm. know what the start of Reservoir Dogs, where Mr. White and Mr. Is it Mr. Brown? Anyway, they're in the car, and he's like, I'm dying, Larry. Larry, I'm dying. And he's like, you're not going to die. You're not going to die. That's literally what's happening here with Hulu. Hulu is going to die. You know? <laughs> and, and there's Justin Ryland taking their money being like, you're not going to die. So it's okay. Pay me first, Larry. but you're not. Yeah, yeah. It is, that is um, literally how I feel about this. Yeah. And I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's also like, I was wondering, like, maybe he felt like, oh, I, I, I have to stop thinking of Rick and Morty for 
at least a few months. This is, you know, it's wearing me, wearing me down just have focusing on the same thing day in, day out. So maybe he was like, I need a, a fresh project, something interesting I can sink my teeth into. But then he just went and made something that looks like a very similar TV show. So I like I, I thought maybe he was trying to do something creatively when I first heard about this that would was refreshing to him, but he hasn't made it any different. So um but you know what? Best luck to him. Uh, I'm sure this will definitely be a success. Um in some form or another. But uh I probably won't watch it. <laughs> I mean certainly not all of it. I'll give like one episode or two episodes a shot, but with the attention span that I have lately, it, it probably won't last too long. Mm. Also, Rick and Morty, the Series 4, Part 2, has been announced for May. I'm like, why release these so close together? Like, why not just release all of Rick and Morty, the rest of the series first, then maybe release this? It's such a weird... Like, they obviously either have no hopes for it, and they want it to act as a stopgap for Rick and Morty, or... Wait, wait, oh, this this thing? Yeah, Solar Opposites. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what's happening. When's the the second half of Season 4 for Rick and Morty coming? Uh, May May the fifth or something like that, but sometime early in May anyway. That was announced at the end of the trailer, and again, it's like, well, why if that's already been announced? Like, surely that's already recorded and already done. Why not just release that when literally everybody is stuck at home in a freaking quarantine? Why not be the heroes? <laughs> why not Rick and Morty come and save the day? You know, like why wait so long to release that? Yeah, I don't know actually. <laughs> it's a very good question. I mean, not to steal his own thunder, I guess. Uh, yeah, wait, so there are only... Are there only ever 10 episodes in Rick and Morty seasons? I guess there are. For some reason, I thought there were more. No, no, there's less. Remember, there was supposed to be more. But but this says the, the second five or something like that, so... Ah, yeah, yeah. So, like, yeah, there's only five, but I think there's normally 10 per season. But not that it matters. But I was just like, wait, how many should I be expecting? Because it seems strange to me that they would release them. Is it, Yeah, is it because they just know fans just go so crazy... They're so hangry for more Rick and Morty. They're like, we need to drip feed this rather than waiting 18 months to two years per seasons because it's it's driving fans bananas. So you can pres- you can probably presume that they had most of the season done already when they were releasing the first episode. But now they're just like, let's drip feed this and buy ourselves some time because, quite frankly, we're not going to be able to make another season for the next two years kind of thing. Yeah, keep the masses at bay. Well, they're pretty aggressive. You've seen them attack. You've seen them go for that Szechuan sauce. I, I have. We all have seen the the awfulness, the awfulness <laughs> of that whole incident. <laughs> Moving maybe from one interesting decision from like a TV kind of thing, Hulu, to another one, which was what you were going to talk about about Michael Bean. Um, do you yes. give people a little bit of context on that? Because I want to talk about that show and the channel it's on in a bit of detail for a second. Okay, so I think we're talking about the Mandalorian. We are. So a lot of season two stuff is still in the works, even though they were supposed to probably have started shooting soon. But, you know, things are getting delayed at the moment, but we're still getting these little nuggets of information. So uh, Michael Bean has joined the cast of The Mandalorian. Uh, Michael Bean of... Um, Hicks in Term- Aliens and Kyle yeah, and Reese Ter- in Terminator. Terminator I mean, talked about him before, so... Yeah, he's uh, uh, he's 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 made the, made the cut, and Ross is delighted as a result. Um, thoughts? Oh, this, I mean, we already we already talked about him in, in The Rock earlier, which shows you my, how much I like Michael Bean. Uh, yeah, you're a big uh, fan. <laughs> well, clearly. And this is great news. Look, I still haven't seen The Mandalorian, but whatever. It's supposed to be great, and he is the kind of actor who maybe could pull off that kind of wild westerny old sheriff type, you know? So I'm yeah. very, very happy with that. A down-and-out, rugged cast, cast away. Cast yes, out. exactly. Yeah, ca- cast, cast, a cast member. <laughs> 
Um, oh, but what I wanted to say scintillating here, content. <laughs> well, listen, this is what this is what the people listen or don't listen for. Um, but what I was going to say was that Disney Plus has now been released in Europe, and again, the the moment it's here, like it came when the kind of quarantine happened, they could have capitalized on that. But only the first two episodes of The Mandalorian are available on Disney Plus in Europe at the moment. What? How ridiculous is this? <laughs> Why? There's the whole season just there. It's it's yeah. It, it's not as if they're like, well, we wait for it to be released in America first. It's already out in America by a long time. I'm gonna look it up here now. The Mandalorian new episodes every Friday. So what, they're, what's, they're they're why? they're they're drip feeding it. I, I just I don't understand it. Remember you were I was criticizing. I was like, oh no, you have to wait till it comes out to Disney Plus, and then I'll get it and buy it and watch it. And now I'm like, you, you why are you making this so difficult for me? <laughs> It's what's remarkable is that they actually don't have that much content on there that's new. Exactly, they just watch some Marvel movies and they shut their mouths. Shut your mouth, kid. Watch Captain Marvel again or something. I don't know. <laughs> I literally just wanted to watch the Mandalorian. Oh, you can watch them all two episodes. You can watch them again and again and again. You should definitely watch the Rise of Skywalker. Then you'd absolutely love it. Well, like yeah. <laughs> well, it came out over Christmas when I was back home in Ireland, and that was the busiest week of my life where I didn't have time to breathe. So um, I decided I wasn't going to go see a, a Star Wars movie that you did not paint um, a, very, a very positive picture of. Don't, don't, don't ever watch it. It's better to just, whatever you have in your head is a better story than is the story that's in that yeah. film. So just stick with that. No, I'll, I'll watch it at some point because, you know, just for closure. But I know I won't be happy. No matter what they do with it. The picture I painted is much better than the actual film is. That's all I'll say. At least my, my rec- recounting of it was probably entertaining to, to somebody anyway. Right. Well, how about at this juncture, we take a nice little quiz break. Okay. That sounds like fun. That sounded like a whiz break now that I think about it. Anyway. Um, yeah. But we can do both. We can do both at the same time. I have a Kindle in my hand. It's slightly dangerous. I know, I'm not going to do that. Otherwise, <laughs> just drink a beer. Well, you'd have, to bring the, you'd have to bring the microphone in as well. Oh, though. I know. It's, it's on an arm thing. It'll, it'll, it'll stretch. The microphone, not anything else. So uh, we have a really, really... Talk us through this, yeah, Ross. Yeah. What I'm is gonna, happening here? I'm gonna... So Rob hasn't seen this, and I've looked at it for about two seconds before I sent it to him. So I don't know how this is going to go. But basically, this is a quiz on BuzzFeed. In fact, if you're listening to this, do the quiz along with us. It's called Everyone's Personality Matches a 2019 Movie. Who are you? Yeah. Pause this. Go to BuzzFeed. Go to their stupid quizzes. And go to the one that's terribly named Everyone's Personality Matches, a 2019 movie, hyphen, who are you, question mark. Rob, you think this is bad? Oh there was a God. quiz with four questions on it that I could have also done. And I was like, that's not going to, that's gonna not, not going to work. So this, this, is, this is the second one. Very worst. lazy content. I thought our content was lazy, but BuzzFeed, this is lazy. Yeah, does that make us <laughs> double lazy? Anyway, um, we'll put it up on Twitter so you can do it with us as we're doing it here and we'll go through it. Yeah, on the fly. Working on the fly is great. Yeah, let's just do it on the fly. Okay, so the first one is choose a phrase from 2019. <laughs> Sorry to this man. I'm baby, and I oop. I don't know who needs to hear this. I just took a DNA test, and it shows no man has all three. And hey, kids, spelling is fun. Are- Can I just say, as you're reading those out, you so perfectly read out. I don't know who needs to hear this. <laughs> it's exactly what I feel about the listeners and this segment. It is. <laughs> 
are these quotes from something? <laughs> should I know these? Or are these just... I don't know. So you and I should just pick one. Yeah, oh yeah, 100%. Each. That obviously applies to you, apparently. Okay, I'm going to have a quick scan. I'm going to go with... Oh, don't read out loud. Don't, don't, don't say what you pick. Okay, I've picked okay, one. Okay, right, you're up then. You're a question too. Jesus Christ. Choose a random celebrity photo from this year. Adam Sandler dresses a piece of toast... Dua Lipa carrying two pumpkins, Liam Hemsworth taking a spill off his surfboard, Ashley Graham losing her hat, Rihanna in feathers, Shaq about to jump into the ocean, Justin Bieber falling off unicycle, Michael Douglas using FaceTime. What is this shit? I know about I know about two of the people in those pictures, so I guess I'm gonna go with that one. Alright, I've picked okay, one. So Next choose question. Choose a song from twenty nineteen. Motivation Old Town Road. Harmony Hall, Juice, Bad Guy, Sucker, How Do You Sleep, and Seven Rings. Hand on my heart, I know one of those songs. Actually, no, two of those songs. I I know three, I think. No, four, which is remarkable. You're obviously down with the kids more than I am. Uh, Here we go. Next question. Choose a TV show from this year. The Mandalorian... Pen fifteen. Yeah, that that's is a the suspicious one. title. That's your Hulu. One. The morning show. The um, the umbrella. <laughs> the umbrella academy. Euphoria. The politician. The boys. Actually, I'm watching that right at this. Well, at this week, I've been watching that. Uh, and Russian Doll. Quick aside. Do you like okay, the TV okay. show The Boys? I'm enjoying it. Have you I, seen I it? I haven't. I read the comics, didn't love them, but apparently the, the TV show is great, so I will give that a shot. It, the, the the TV show is good fun. They do like they've got. A, a super cast that clearly are I'm not sure if anybody knows the, the premise of this but superheroes are dicks in this universe and it's brilliant that's, pr- that's pretty anyway, much it yeah. sorry no, no. Um, yeah. right so next, next question tr- is choose a trend from 2019 what the fuck are these TikTok Keto Marie Kondo Climate Strike Fridays <laughs> Vibe Checks Hydro Flasks VSCO Girls and Beyond Burgers did I did I sleep through twenty nineteen or something? I literally have no idea what is, what is <laughs> happening here. Oh my! I'm only aware of TikTok really more for this year. Um, yeah, last question. Christ. Okay, this was movie themed. That's why I decided to do this, and it has not paid off. Oh, and finally, how uh, choose a look from this year's Met Gala? So you can choose between Lady Gaga, Cardi B, Aquafina, Zendaya, Saoirse Ronan, Jared Leto. And his head, on earth? Billy Porter, and Kendall and Kylie Jenner. I'm just gonna have to look through these I... to be honest. Uh... Okay, I'm just gonna go with yeah, this. Yeah, sure. Oh Jesus! Oh, let's give me an answer. Oh, let's give me an answer too. And let's just say I'm not very happy. Who wants to go first? <laughs> Jesus, that pissed me right <laughs> off. Oh no, mine's bad. <laughs> Mine. Well, I think mine's bad. Right, I got, I got is chapter two, uh, and the little bio underneath is. You're one of the most loyal people on the planet. You have a soft spot for nostalgic and tend to keep relationships for a long time. Sometimes long past their duties. Oh, <laughs> that's me it's referring to right there. <laughs> <laughs> this is how you find out. You That doesn't want to say at all. You're just telling me that, Ross. I've been told I Yeah, hope. this is my way of breaking the news to you. <laughs> that, We're done. That's actually hilarious. Yours is better than mine, to be honest. Not a great film, It Chapter 2, by any stretch of the imagination. I got Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, wow. That that hurts. That, that hurts. <laughs> but the description I'll take. You're classic. You're old school. You're all the good things about an era from long ago. 
<laughs> despite getting into a healthy <laughs> amount of trouble, you radiate good vibes. <laughs> wow, that's remarkably accurate. For six randomly bullshit <laughs> questions, that was remarkably insightful. You're all the good things about an era from long ago. <laughs> oh, that is excellent. <laughs> how did that? How did they pull that from? What, what, we, what we're answering? Oh my god! I've got <sighs> one question for you. D- did you pick Saoirse Ronan? I did. Yeah, me too. Me too. I had to. She was the most appealing person on, on that list uh, by 100%. far. One hundred percent. That's the only reason I picked her. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, "Oh, she's a nice person. Everybody else here, I do not <laughs> have any allegiance to." Well, I'm just quickly scanning through some of these Buzzfeed lists, and uh, this is there's a this is appalling stuff. And you know what? We might do another one sometime soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let me see. How to tell how dry of a texture you are based on how you respond to these text messages. How dry of a texture. Which Animal Crossing villager are you, comma, deep down? Not surface level. It, Jesus, Animal Crossing is everywhere. Listen to how specific these are. This is ridiculous. The K-pop, the, the K-pop idols you pick will reveal which flavor of boba tea you are. <laughs> I mean, who, who looks that up, though? Who types that in and goes, that, that's it, that's the one I want? Oh, I love this K-pop band. I wonder what Boba Tea I am. Now that I think about it. We know which combination of Sense8 characters you are based on this sex quiz. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Did you watch that? Sense8? No, I didn't. It's weird. But what's amazing about it, for those people who don't know, it's where like, there's eight people connected psychically and they can kind of take over each other's bodies if they want to. But it means that, like, in the scenes, they can kind of see their own, the other characters. Like, they're the only ones that can see them, but they're there physically, as far as work, we can tell. So when they were filming it, it is just a load of actors, like, ducking in and out of camera. It's very funny. You're like, wow, this is a slick show. And then you watch behind the scenes, they're like, oh, they literally just did duck out of the screen. That's how they did it. Oh. Movie magic. I mean, I, I haven't watched it, but I'm definitely going to take this combination of Sense8 characters based on the sex quiz to see which one I am. I'll tell you that. Oh, Jesus. I mean, how could I not do that quiz? Oh, God. It's made by the Wachowskis, so you know it's definitely going to be Is weird. it made by the Wachowskis? Okay. Oh, wow. And they're making The Matrix yeah. 4, obviously, now. I didn't realize it was them. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. It got two seasons on Netflix, and then Netflix was like, wow, this is expensive. We're not making this anymore. So they did, like, a movie to wrap it up, I think. Or an extra long episode or some shit. And I mean, is it meant to sound like senses? Like, sense it? Oh, God. Oh, uh, Jesus, I, I didn't even think about that. Oh, okay, fair enough. <laughs> Maybe not. Because there's eight of them. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, God. Right. What the fuck are we talking about on this episode? <laughs> this is great, man. As I said, I have a beer here beside me, so I'm I'm delighted. Um, right, I have some news, I guess. I'll, I'll talk about it, if that's okay. Uh, yes. So this is going to veer into video games now. and uh, That's fine. I guess I'm going to cover two things at once here, because... This is like the, <gasps> How dare the, the you? week of the remakes because Oh my god. Yeah, you saw you 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 read how pissed off I was <laughs> I was getting off uh, all these fucking particularly because of one series starting to get a bit greedy. One one series is getting very freaking greedy. So Resident Evil 3 the remake and Final Fantasy 7 the remake. Uh, Resident Evil is released today, I believe, and Final Fantasy 7 yeah, is that. released technically next week, but copies have already been shipped to Europe because of the whole uh, quarantine thing. So some people have already got it. I really don't know how I feel about these things, man, if I'm going to be honest with you. What's interesting is, did, did, so which 
Resi remake Kickstarter. Have they remade four? They have not remade four yet. They've remade because that's the big yeah, one. That's that's, the, that's yeah. the one. Okay, well that's inevitably coming. It's like they're testing the waters with these remakes. So they've they had, from what I recall, based on the way you described it, they made Resi Seven. You thought it was fantastic, Amazing. and now I guess they went back rather than continuing that. They're like, well, let's just remake Resi Two, and that was that was that I think was met with huge critical praise from what it I It was met with huge critical pr- pr- pl- praise, but I don't... Like, I played that. I literally... I bet it two, three nights ago. And it's unavoidable how PlayStation 1 era it is. All the puzzles, all the puzzle solving, it's so... It's from a bygone era, and it kind of frustrated me. So I don't understand why the reviews were so positive for it. But Resident Evil 3 is after coming out, and now the, the reviews are really uh, divisive. There's a big split. That the fandom, yeah, yeah the this. fandom seems to kind of have really not taken this one to heart, even though it seems to be the exact same engine, the exact same graphics, everything, exact same gameplay as Resident Evil 2. Because I played the demo, and it's, I mean, it's it's almost like a DLC, and I guess that's part of the issue. But I don't know. It seems weird that they did so lovingly review one one of the remakes and not the other yeah because it sounds like they just applied the same process they just jazzed up the graphics a lot but it's still the core game is the exact same yeah and the weird thing is though is that even back in the day resident evil 3 the gameplay was much more like a game released now than resident evil 2 because resident evil 2 yeah, yeah i was gonna say which one was reviewed better back in the resident day? evil 2 three resident evil 2? 2 to be fair it was like that everybody says oh. that that's one of the best resident evil games but i would this is that more from a story standpoint, I guess, than maybe gameplay? Yes, game and characters, because like kind of Leon came from that, and people love Leon because of Resident Evil 4 as well. But the, the gameplay in it, it's very backtracky and very get a puzzle to open B, get a puzzle to open C, get a puzzle to open, and you just backtrack all the time. Whereas Resident Evil 3 is about much more forward momentum, more like The Last of Us, where you're constantly exploring new areas and new locales. Oh. Interesting. So you're not going to get it then, based on that, that demo. Not picture. until it goes very, very, very cheap. So okay, I also played enough. the demo of Final Fantasy VII, the remake, um, and mm-hmm. that was more promising, I guess. But at the same time, I'd want it to be cheaper before it comes out because I know it's only a portion of the game as opposed to the real game. I mean, Final Fantasy VII is probably my favorite game of all time, so I feel weird about getting this watered-down bit part of the game because I always, I, I know in my brain I'm going to be anticipating the end coming before it's actually the end yeah. of the game, if you know what I mean. You're expecting to, you, you, you'd be going and expecting, you'd expect, you'd be expecting more, but you know you're not going to get what you want from it, basically. And you made a really interesting point, actually, about it when we were chatting about it there the other week, where by remaking a game that's so beloved to you, it's, it's destined to fail because, and like for you, I guess, and for a lot of those, like it has a huge fan base, but basically if it's just a straight up remake, then there's nothing new or exciting or novel about it. As a, There's nothing as interesting to you that's new for you to buy the game other than the fact that maybe you want to play it again with fancy graphics. But then at the same time, you would be disgruntled as a fan if they deviated significantly from what the original game was. So there's no way for them to win by remaking a game. And what they've decided to do, I guess, is just pair that back and only do a portion of it because I guess they realize, oh my God, it's much harder to make this massive open world in this resolution and of this caliber and of this triple A sort of level of you know precision, so it's weird how games don't scale. Yeah, exactly. And this based is, on generation. Yeah, because like an open world game now means well, you actually need a functioning open world as opposed to back then when it was just a different image for the background and two characters walking yeah. around it. And people are far more discerning now. Like they expect 
like the, all the finer details to be polished and like they'll notice like glitches and bugs and quirks that shouldn't be there like there's nowhere to hide these days like it's just gotten harder so these remakes have a lot of you know they've a lot to live up to basically because they're so beloved from back in the day but i don't know i feel like you'll have to play through it this remake like if it's your favorite game of all time you're gonna have to see where it ends up but the reviews will tell you whether or not it's the you know how much of the game i'm sure yeah like look i'm definitely gonna get it that's there's no doubt about that and i don't blame the developers or the situation they're in for my lack of anticipation for this game it's because i'm trepidatious about it because i love the original and i hold it so so dear to my heart like so i don't blame them for it like it, it could be amazing it probably will be but it's just it's never going to be the same for me and that's that's my problem. That's my me as a consumer. I have to live with that. Like Resident Evil Three, for example, I mean, I, was my yeah. like I loved that when it was released on the PlayStation. I loved that game. So I'm actually was looking forward to that remake more than I was the Resident Evil Two remake. So it's interesting how with remakes, it's a different mindset you have to think about with these games because it's not just like well, it's a fresh game that looks great. It's also a fresh game that looks great, but now I'm also bringing your feelings from a bygone era from your childhood or whatever into it as well yeah how dare you bring my feelings into this yeah i'm, I'm a cold inhuman animal uh, that's a problem right off the right off the mark that's a that, that's a real problem <laughs> never talk about my feelings that's what alcohol's um, for yeah, but, yeah exactly to drown them out i'll tell you this just on the topic of video games if we can keep plucking along here this is just the irony of ironies but uh the last of us part two has had to be delayed um the release date was relayed and not for the usual Naughty Dog reasons, which is they are trying to do too much with one game and they're they're pushing and racing to get it finished. The game apparently is pretty much ready to go. They're just ironing out some bugs. But because of the global shutdown of transport and travel and stuff, they have no way of distributing the game in bulk. So rather than release it kind of in this patchy fashion where some regions and countries might get it, they're going to withhold the game until they can release it You know, normally through all the regular distribution channels. Which is fascinating to me that a game about a pandemic is, it, is that's, in, affected that, that by a pandemic is affected by a pandemic, <laughs> and and people get it. And what's doubly interesting about it is that not at all, particularly the last couple of games, Uncharted Four and this one, have constantly delayed their games because they've tried to make them so polished, but they bite off more than they can chew with these releases. And apparently, it's just there's a lot of stuff going on about Naughty Dog these days about how. That just the development, you know, sprints towards the end are just yeah, a nightmare like. for all the staff. Like that, people are just not sleeping. They're being worked to the absolute bone. Like they have hundreds of staff, and it's like it's still even like this is supposed to be out in February, so it's already delayed until May. And it's what's outrageous is they've probably put people through hell to like beat this release date in May, and now all of a sudden they have all the time in the world to continue working on it now. As far as they're but concerned. you look at a Naughty Dog game and you tell me. That you cannot see where the hours go. <laughs> oh my god! I like I'm a huge fan of their stuff. Like I'm at the moment, as I was telling you, I've been I'm replaying the Uncharted remasters. And quite poetically, actually, Uncharted Four is a free game next, next yeah. month, which is astonishing. I God, if anybody has a PS4, download that free game. It is quite frankly a masterpiece. If you like action adventure games like that, oh I I had god. to stop myself yesterday from purchasing the Jack and Daxter collection for fourteen euro. Like there, I saw that. I saw that price point. 
Very excited. I think I will. I think I'll just get them. Jack won in particular. When you're on the beach, Sandover Village, at the very start of the game, watching that day-night cycle go overhead, I I mean, that is one of my most treasured gaming memories, like. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, just Naughty Dog just always put that extra level of detail in before other, like, they're nearly be like a a gaming generation ahead in terms of just the level of detail and just just the the precision. Like, they pioneered using mocap for like big budget like video games for like all the characters and the story points and it really pays off because it feels more human and more interactive and as it like the way they've grown from uncharted one which definitely hasn't aged well, definitely has not like it definitely has not aged well but i've I'm nearly finished two again now and it's so much fun the the story is brilliant the dialogue is quippy the game mechanics are pretty good the puzzles are fun and, but to think of how like that progressed in Uncharted 4 for me is remarkable. And like that game will blow your freaking mind. Uh, yeah, but that's, I just thought it was interesting. Just The Last of Us delayed after all this pushing and rushing to get it probably ready for May. Mm-hmm. And now a month after, like, well, let's just hold off. Because um, there is a pandemic. <laughs> Did we yes. do this? <laughs> so, Rob, will we do our one last little section before we, before we sign off? Yes, indeed. So this, this renowned section that's it's pretty pretty fresh off the boat, but I think it's gonna fresh be a off huge the success. boat. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Can we say that? Is that okay? <laughs> oh, excellent! <laughs> this is called "Hey Ross, Hey Ross, Look at these." <laughs> fresh off the boat. So, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> fresh fresh off the boat. Here he is, Ross Ross Chapman, ready to ready to review another odd scene that I've sent him. So basically the premise is, there's not much of a premise. Basically, right before the episode begins, I sent Ross a weird movie clip and I just wanted to watch it and then talk me through what he thinks about it and what he thinks I was trying to get him to get from it, that kind of thing. So Ross, why don't I just let you take it over from here and we'll, we'll go from there. Rob, you sent me a clip called <laughs> Bohemian Rhapsody Queen Meets John Reed Scene. It then says in brackets, <laughs> Rami Malek, Freddie Mercury. Yes. Everybody has probably seen this scene by now. It's one of the famous ones. And when I looked at this earlier, I was actually struck because everybody talks about this scene from an editing perspective and how absolutely horrific it is. And, you know, the scene jumps and jumps around really quickly from one person to the other. And, you know, it's things like one of the guy's points. And instead of just, you know, you assuming he's pointing at Freddie Mercury because he says Freddie the camera flicks around for a split second to show you Freddie Mercury, then flicks back to show you that, yes, he was pointing at him. And those things like that quite frequently. But that's not actually the thing that struck me about about the scene. It's like, it's just everything else about it is so bad. Like, whoever wrote the dialogue <laughs> is absolutely, it just should be shot like. It, it's, it's, they say in Hollywood and all those films and stuff, you should always show and not tell, you know? And like show the relationship between yeah. characters and show who they are. This this is like, right, we got 30 seconds. How do we describe who these people are? Because he even says, who are queen? And then they say, like, we're the outcasts who only play to the other outcasts. We're like a family. Yeah, and we're a family who are different. I'm like, who, what is, what is happening here? Oh, it's like a top 10 list of cringy lines that they just work their way through sort of systematically. In order, like, and they like take it off as they do it. The second thing I was thinking of was just how light years ahead of themselves 
this is Spinal Tap, the fake documentary was. Because my God, when I was looking at that, I'm like, this this is a scene from Spinal Tap. It's it's excellent. Like, <laughs> oh, I just I just love how daft this all. So the reason this scene is is pulled out, particularly out of all the the stuff from Bohemian Rhapsody. Like this is a movie that was plagued with production. That troubles. film won an Oscar. God uh, damn it! God damn it! I da- I da- it won multiple Oscars and it was nominated for even more, um, which is why it's so appalling. So basically, the, the the you call it the 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 glaring kind of issue with this is that this movie apparently won best the best editing for at, at the Oscars when it has hilariously poor editing in it, and that scene is a is the sort of snapshot they use because apparently. <laughs> The queen, the remaining queen band members would only sign off on like the movie rights if every one of their characters got equal screen time. Oh my god! <laughs> so that's why, even when say Freddie Mercury is talking, instead of focusing on the guy speaking, which would make sense, it cuts to the other guys who are just kind of making random facial expressions. <laughs> so, so you have to like stitch together the geography of the scene in your head at no point does it just it barely does any shots where it just shows everybody on camera at once talking it has to decidedly go oh well now here's a bit of Brian May a bit of Roger Deakins for good measure Freddie Mercury's in there too of course but what's interesting is like obviously the most interesting character in there by far is Freddie Mercury but still they're like well no we have to we have to do everybody's equal, equal in this distribution band. But like, and like to your point, I just the bits were like it'll some one of the actors will point at someone, but then it'll cut to clearly the person who he was not pointing at. So your brain is just like, what is going have on? Have you used Microsoft in this like quarantined world we live in at the moment? Have you used Microsoft Teams or like uh, House Party or one of those things? Like, so sometimes what they do uh, is it'll like have when the person talks, it'll just show them. Oh and yeah, else. That's what it's like. It's like every time somebody opens the mouse, the camera will flick to them, then flick that to the is next a person. Fantastic <laughs> comparison, yeah. When they use the mic, but then, then the reason that's doubly accurate is because sometimes someone will just like cough or like, yeah, and, <clears> oh, oh. and then they, and then they'll just appear on the screen without actually for no reason. It's like there was a trigger happy guy with with the camera going. Are you? Are you gonna? Are you gonna? I, th- I thought you were gonna say something. No, no, okay, no. Oh, were, you, were you gonna? Yeah. No, no. Oh, wait. Uh, oh, you, are you gonna? No, oh, like. Honestly, just there's there's breakdowns of this scene and why it is very specifically bad editing. Not to hate on the movie, but like it's legitimately just bad in terms of like like there's a bit where like it just cuts to a guy who just kind of shrugs his shoulders. <laughs> why would that be a part of your storytelling? Like it's oh, it's very poor, but it's very funny at the same time when you realize, oh my god, that movie was a huge success, and it just shows you that even if you're academically bad. You can still win it off. Just hope for us all. It's like, like it's like a Rocky oh story, you know? Anybody from anywhere can do it, apparently. Also, the very yeah, start yeah. shows you uh Aiden Aiden Gillen, isn't it? Anyway, he pulls yes. over a chair and like you still don't see the, you see just the chair, but not him. And you're like, Oh, he's gonna sit down it now. But then the camera edits away, cuts away, and it cuts back to just him standing, and then he sits down. I'm like, What what was that? <laughs> what what just happened there? <laughs> oh god, it's so bad. <laughs> everything about it is strange yeah, I'll definitely post on Twitter for people to look at I think people have seen it I just thought it was interesting that it got called out for almost the wrong reasons because I'm like I mean everything about this scene is bad just just everything <laughs> it's very it's so bad. it did make me laugh though but it doesn't make me want to watch the film <laughs> that's for sure no you, I take it you've seen I it not have you not 
Ah, uh, it's only all right. I mean, your man, to be fair, is remarkably like he—he's so he, they, they do look like the ca- the band members, and then it does like this uninterrupted, just unfiltered, just pure remake of the actual of concert at the end, in live of the live in yeah. it for the last for the final like 15, 20 minutes of the movie, and it is a remarkable recreation of that. I have to say, like it's very cool. Rob, it's... we we have done it. We have reached the end of the show. Oh, well, that's isn't that nice to just switch off and not think about the dreadfulness of everything that's going on now and just, you know, have a beer <laughs> and just 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 talk some crap about stuff and do a really, 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 really random quiz that I probably should have looked at more before I met us through it. <laughs> Listen, we actually got remarkably accurate results, I'm telling you. BuzzFeed... Oh, I, I can't do it, I can't get this. <laughs> You're all right, BuzzFeed. It. I mean... No, it's no! It's I was from a bygone era, essentially, all right? <laughs> that's what they said. They were so spot on there. Well, look, uh, I just want to say, and this is very unusual, but look, everybody be safe at the moment. You know, it's tough times we're going through. Got to be kind to each other. Got to be kind to ourselves and just look out for each other and, you know, just be nice and be there for each other. Call your parents. Call your friends. We we, we did a we did a catch-up call with some friends of ours, Ross, last week, didn't we? And sure did. That was a great and laugh. We'll be doing it again uh, tomorrow, I believe. Oh, I didn't get that invite, but yeah, we'll talk about that later. Well, uh, you, I, I shouldn't have said that to you, should I? Um, that was for the other group, Anna. But uh, yeah, look, you just got to use use different technologies and different things and keep in touch with people and reach out and stuff like that. And it's just, we all got to kind of do our part and stay inside, stay away from others, unfortunately. But Stay inside and time. download Call of Duty Warzone and wait the hours upon hours of <laughs> dreaded gigabyte use it will take just to boot up the fucking game only to be told to close it again to update it again uh, and then it'll change your user handle oh, by the time it's exciting. downloaded the quarantine will be over and then everybody yes wins. exactly great way of passing uh, the time so Rob where can people find us oh sure Jesus they can find us all over the shop uh, we have a website uh, capunderstands.com that's, that's, that's us that's got all our episodes there uh, we've also got um, episodes on all the audio sort of platforms and outlets so you've got Spotify iTunes, uh, Google Play, SoundCloud, Podtail, of course, the legendary Podtail, Podchaser, is it? <laughs> Zunes, TuneIn, Podcast One Player Two, Bloom Bags, one player all, all one. the good ones. It's, uh, all the good ones, and probably some bad ones Got too. Got many bad ones. Uh, there's like a link tree thing as well on our website. It'll be in the episode descriptions, and if you click that, you'll basically be able to listen to us on whatever platform you like best. So you can choose. Hmm. And thank you for listening, and thanks to guys at Pod Nation as well for helping us and kind of keeping the camaraderie alive and stuff like that. Mm. More important, uh, more than ever. Yes. I also hope that obviously we do this show remotely. So Rob's in London and I'm in Dublin. So we kind of have our social distancing on and stuff like that. And we're keeping in touch. But, you know, I hope I hope you also stay safe and, and keep yourself well. Likewise, buddy. It's it's a weird time. But uh, you know what? We're making the most of us. We're doing podcasts. We're playing video games. We're catching up. We're doing little virtual happy hours. I think we're, 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 we're making as much of it as what we can. Exactly, that's it. Keep the head up. Is all you can do. Open some beers and make the best of the bad situation. But I guess then all that is left to say is that I've been Ross. And I've been Rob. And this has been I understood that reference. Um, Thanks so much for listening, gang. Stay safe out there. Bye. Bye.